Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Mill podcast. I hope that you're all doing well. I am most certainly doing well. I've had a really good day so far, to be fair. It's Sunday, and this morning I went to a cafe in Milton Keynes called Out of Office. It's technically my new office because I've been working out a lot because it's just a little bit miserable working at home and watching it rain outside. So instead of going people watch. But this morning I had uh, these incredible Biscoff pancakes, right? They were drizzled. No, not drizzled, smothered with Biscoff on top. And they had like loads of lotus biscuits crushed on top. It most definitely wasn't high in protein, but let's just say they really did fuel my push session today because I hit some solid numbers. So improvement season is going well. I have pretty much been progressing um, at all of my lifts over the last couple of weeks. Stagnated a little bit on some of them. Is that a word? Stagnated? Is that the right word? Even so, but I've had a little bit of a bump up in food now, so it's operation grow and get massive. But aside from that, training and eating well, that's kind of like uh, got some relevance for this podcast episode, what this one's going to be about. So I asked on my Instagram story what you guys wanted to hear for the next podcast episode and what kind of topics you wanted me to cover. And there was a couple that cropped up numerous times and then some other questions so what I'll do is I'll cover the main one that was asked about and then I might answer a couple of the other questions towards the end so largely people want to know coming up with obviously the festive period it's Christmas in like what five six weeks with more kind of Christmas parties social events obviously things are definitely opening up and more normal now after all of you know the COVID stuff and lockdown People want to know how they can stay aligned with their goals and manage social occasions because I know that there's a lot of anxiety around this. And when I first start working with many of my clients, they get quite nervous about, oh my goodness, I don't want to fuck up all of my progress. I've been so good this week, but they just don't know what they should do when it comes to managing social occasions. And that is why it's really important for me to discuss with them every single week. You know, like, what have you got coming up? Tell me what you've got coming up in their check-in. So that way we can, you know, discuss the approach that they're going to take together. But a lot of my clients now are quite confident in just managing it themselves. But there's been a process to get them there. And that's the process that I want to talk through today. Because if anyone does feel like they don't want to erase their progress or they feel like they just have a complete blowout whenever there's a a social event, then this is what you need to listen to because this is definitely going to help you. So above everything, right, you need to get clear on what your goals are. You need to know exactly what you are aiming for so that your actions are in line with these goals because you will need to take different actions depending on what your goals are. So if your goal is fat loss, you know that you're going to perhaps need to you know, demonstrate a little bit more discipline, but you still have the ability to be flexible depending on how extreme your fat loss goal may be. For me, I work with lifestyle clients. I don't at the moment have any photo shoot or prep clients. So everyone's kind of goals are not imperative that they have to reach them super, super fast. So they are able to enjoy a little bit more flexibility, but still needing to be mindful and disciplined. And then if you're in a muscle building or a maintenance phase, or even just a lifestyle phase and just enjoying training and food for what it is, and you don't necessarily have super focused body composition related goals, then there you do have much more ability to be flexible and to not be so meticulous when it comes to what you are doing when it comes to these events. So above all, Get clear on your goal first. Think about 
in two or three months time what do you want to look like how do you want to feel within your body where do you want to be who is that person or who is that version of you in a few months time that's your goal ask yourself those questions and then you know from that reverse engineer to make sure that you are you know choosing the the right path in terms of what I'm going to discuss here so aside from getting clear on your goals you need to appreciate and understand what eating mindfully means. Mindfully just implies that you're thinking about what you're doing and that you're being conscious of what you're doing. So whenever you are going out to have a social occasion, be mindful, okay? You need to appreciate the fact that all of the decisions that you make are completely in your control. They need to be conscious decisions which are in line with your goals. So You don't need to live up to the expectations of others or feel pressurized to be eating a certain thing or to be drinking a certain thing if you don't really want to. Particularly, that's important when it comes to alcohol. A lot of people in certain scenarios will feel the need to drink because other people are drinking. It's not always the case. Say, for instance, when I go out with friends and they are having a few drinks, I genuinely question to myself, like, how do I want to feel tomorrow morning? How will I feel after I have another drink? Will I be feeling my best self? And if the answer is no, then I simply just don't continue drinking because I'd rather wake up the next day, feel fresh and, you know, look after my team and get on with what I need to do. Or if I've got training, I don't want to feel hungover for training. So again, it's always questioning what are you doing to yourself in those moments? You don't need to live up to the expectations of others just because they're drinking doesn't mean that you need to. You know, no one's forcing that alcohol down your throat. So just be mindful of that. And the same goes when it comes to food. You've got to be totally conscious that you are choosing what you actually want to eat on the menu. Again, this depends on your goals, right? But if you feel the need to go for a salad or you feel that you need to go for the lowest calorie option, is that in line with your goals? Maybe if your goal is fat loss, it is. But if your goal is just to go out and, you know, enjoy the social occasion with your friends, you're just living a happy and healthy lifestyle, or you're in a muscle building phase, you don't have to go for the salad because you have more flexibility with your diet at that point. And you need to be conscious that you are allowing yourself to enjoy food rather than just restricting yourself all the time, because that will build up and it will build up and then it will lead to overeating, perhaps binge eating. So please Don't just eat the option that you think you should be eating because it doesn't necessarily correlate with you in the end having got any benefit from that. So that's really, really important to consider is what you are choosing is actually genuinely something that you're going to enjoy and you want to have. Then aside from that, you need to be present when you're eating that food. You need to be eating slowly, chewing the food, enjoying the taste, enjoying the textures and really appreciating the food in that moment rather than, you know, just scoffing it down your face because you're just like, oh, it's been ages since I've had a burger, right? Please enjoy your food. Please take time to savor it because that's going to help you, one, digest it better and two, appreciate that moment rather than it just being, you know, over within a couple of minutes because you've inhaled whatever's been put in front of you. It's not worth it. That is time to wind down, enjoy time with your loved ones, but also appreciate that food and enjoy it for what it is. So don't overly restrict yourself in the in the day or within the week, depending obviously on what your goals are to be able to go out and have that meal. 
even if your goal is fat loss, you should not be starving yourself the whole day because when you go out for that meal, you are a million and one more times likely to overeat and it's not going to serve you well. You will not feel great afterwards physically and mentally you probably won't feel so good about it either. So make sure that even within the day, you are still consuming nutrient-dense meals that are going to stop you from going out being absolutely ravenous. The same goes fat loss phase, lifestyle phase, muscle building phase. Do not go out absolutely starving because it's not going to set you up to either enjoy your meal because you'll probably end up inhaling it and also it might cause you to overeat a little bit more. Then you need to honour your hunger cues. You need to understand your physiological hunger cues. There's a difference between mental hunger and physical hunger. Mental hunger comes on really, really quickly and it just feels like, oh my goodness, I'm going to eat all of this and stuff it in my face. Rather than physical hunger, which is where you can feel your stomach's growling a bit, you can feel maybe a little bit of, you know, the physical sensation of hunger, which is a little bit uncomfortable. You might feel a little bit lethargic, low on energy. That is physical hunger. So the onset of physical hunger is much slower than of mental hunger. So just be conscious of how you're truly feeling. And then when you are eating, because you're eating slowly, enjoying the taste and the textures of the food, it means that you're being in tune with how full you are. And you're not eating past the point of fullness because you're kind of taking those moments and you're being mindful throughout the period of eating that meal where you're just like, oh, do you know what? I don't necessarily need to finish everything that's on my plate because I am starting to feel quite full. I feel I feel like around the 80 to 90% mark of like when you start feeling full is a good place to stop because you don't want to still be eating or to stop eating when it gets to the point where your stomach is just like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like this is a lot of food. Because at that point you've already overeaten because you're still then going to be digesting more food that you've eaten in a couple of minutes after that point. So just be conscious about it. My um, my clients and I, we have a saying between ourselves, which is when they've got a social occasion, you know, after a while when they've learned to manage it themselves, I kind of say, okay, go and enjoy that. You know what to do. Don't eat like an arsehole, eat like an adult. And it's true because eating like an adult is eating mindfully eating like a child where you're eating whatever you can get your hands on is not eating mindfully. And that's perhaps got connotations of, you know, emotional eating or binge eating attached to it. So please just be really conscious that you need to appreciate your food, enjoy it, but not absolutely devour it. Okay. So there's a difference there. So then when we're talking about, depending on what your goals are, what do you need to do? So when it comes to fat loss, There's a couple of different options here as to how you might be managing your fat loss. Some of you may be tracking your own calories or macronutrient targets in MyFitnessPal or other apps, but then others might be on meal plans. So let's just go for the meal plan kind of option first. If you are on a meal plan, just make sure that you are eating at least all of the meals that are on your meal plan in the day. And then just substitute one of the meals from your meal plan for the meal that you're going to have out. Perhaps if you are wanting to be extra meticulous, you might remove a little bit of food from one of your meals from earlier in the day, such as a carbohydrate or a fat source. And then that saves you some extra calories as well. If you're a fan of it, you might use intermittent fasting where you don't have your first meal until, you know, early kind of 
later morning, sorry, or like early afternoon-ish, because that way in the morning, have some caffeine, keep yourself going until you need that first meal, have a good couple of meals that are, you know, high in volume, lots of fruits and veggies, and make sure that they've got a good serving of protein because that will help you to feel satiated and to help you feel full. And obviously you need to hit your protein targets in order to keep progressing and maintaining your muscle growth. So make sure that you're doing that first and foremost. But then when you are having that meal later in the day, you've technically accounted for it by removing some of the food that you've had in the day. So there's an option to approach it like that when you're on a meal plan. If you are tracking your own food, Again, you need to make sure that you're accounting for some calories. Now, I advise a couple of options here. You can either save 100 to 150 calories or so in a few days leading up to the event or after the event in order to bank some calories to allow you a bit more food on that day. Alternatively, again, you can take the intermittent fasting approach where you push back your meals and technically you've missed breakfast, so you save yourself some calories from there to have later on in the day. But make sure that you're still getting in those protein servings and a good portion of fruits and veggies earlier on in the day because it helps you to feel full and it means that you're not going out absolutely starving. That's really, really important to consider. So you can bank calories throughout the week. You can bank calories on the day, but you need to be a bit more meticulous and disciplined here. If you can go to a place where they have the menu online and you've got the option to you know, go and have a look at how many calories your meal is going to be, even better because then you've got that in my fitness pal and you've technically planned around it so that's a useful kind of way to look at this but again one thing that we haven't touched on here is alcohol alcohol naturally is quite calorific um, so it's important to consider that if you are having a few drinks again consider the fact that you'll need to account for those calories when it comes to tracking them pre-tracking the alcohol that you're going to have when you go out choosing low calorie options such as spirits and diet mixers And then making sure that you're not having more than what you've kind of allocated to yourself, because that is important to make sure that your actions are in line with your fat loss goal. Again, when you're having a meal plan option, you might just need to bank a few more calories by removing certain sources of carbohydrates or fats from the meals that you're having earlier on in the day. So that's how to account for alcohol and how to account for the amount of food that you're eating when you go out for a meal. But appreciate the fact that even if you are in a fat loss phase and you do maybe have more calories than what you need to you know, keep you in a deficit, you're likely just going to be at maintenance, if not above maintenance, a, a small amount the next day. So the thing is, that doesn't necessarily matter because it just means that there's one day where you haven't been in a deficit. The next day, you might end up moving more and training even harder and actually pull yourself into a greater deficit. I have plenty of clients who really still do progress with fat loss continuously and manage their social occasions perfectly fine without having to track or, you know, they're allowed to have an off-plan meal once a week because I know that they have been taught how to manage it and they've got confidence in how, the, in how they manage it. The other thing is if you're in a growth or a maintenance phase, right, you have more flexibility and more food to play with. You don't need to be so meticulous to the point that you're tracking everything or the fact that you're, you know, having to make sure that, oh, I'm going to account for this because I'm going to take this away from what I had for this meal in my meal plan. It doesn't need to be like that, right? You need a small calorie surplus or to be hovering at least around maintenance. So substituting one meal or a meal and a half out of your meal plan for the meal out that you're going to have, perfectly fine. And again, just consider alcohol there. 
And then when it comes to tracking, just allow yourself to eat like an adult. Be mindful that you are knowledgeable enough to know I can eat throughout the day, have protein servings, have veggies. And then when I go out, if I choose something that I want to eat, I'm eating sensibly by the point, by the fact of not eating past the point of fullness. It means that you're going to still largely be around maintenance unless you are, you know, having a blowout, which again goes back to when I talked about how to be aware that you are eating mindfully. And again, using that little bit of extra energy to fuel a session the next day or later on in the week is awesome because <laughs> literally like I was talking about earlier, had my Biscoff pancakes this morning. I just went and smashed it in the gym, like absolutely smashed it. It was one of the strongest sessions that I've had in ages. So like there is a, a positive side to, to it and it's not only talking about training, right? It's not only talking about the physical aspect or your body composition related goals. The importance of social occasions is your mental health. It allows you downtime, it allows you stress relief, it allows you new experiences, it allows you time with loved ones. Social occasions are so important and I do not ever want any of you listening to this podcast or any of my clients, for instance, to be worried about social occasions or how to manage nutrition around them. There should be no anxiety there, right? Because as long as you are clear on your goals and you're clear on the fact that you have, you know, the ability to control your decisions and you know that you are the one that is controlling everything that's going into your mouth and that you've just got to make sure that it's in line with your goals and that it's mindful, then that's fine. You pick things up, you just carry on being consistent the next day and you're still on track to absolutely smashing your goals. Rome wasn't built in a day, one day of not exactly being where you need to be, even if you do kind of go above your set calorie target, it's not going to transform anything unless you have a very strict goal, such as a photo shoot or a bodybuilding prep, which you're aiming to get to with as much efficiency as possible, right? That is the difference, the difference there, like to make sure that you're being mindful that you do not deserve to put your mental health and your social life as a sacrifice in order to reach your goals. That's unhealthy and it should not be like that because your mental health matters just as much as your physical health. And that's why for me as a coach, I find it's really important and I always do put mindful and intuitive eating days into my clients' calendars because they need to practice it. If you don't practice it and you avoid it and you avoid going out with friends and you avoid any social events, you're never going to learn to practice how to eat like an adult. And if you don't practice it, you're never going to get good at it and you're constantly going to fuck it. So that's why also it's important to realize that you might make mistakes along the way. And then when you have made a mistake, you know, talk about it. Where did it not go so well? Maybe how could you have, you know, handled it better? This is exactly what I work through with my team. We talk about, okay, I had this social occasion, but do you know what? I think I felt a bit uncomfortable. I probably ate too much. I don't think I appreciated my physiological hunger cues. Okay, well, what can we do differently? What were the signs this time? How can you implement that next time? The next off-plan meal that they go and have, great. They've implemented that lesson and they've applied it and now they know how to handle them better. So practice really does make perfect. And when we've been you know, so meticulous for, for years, many of us tracking and being on certain plans or diets and things like that, it does get ingrained into your head and you find it difficult to actually understand what your body is truly asking for. 
So that's why I find it so important to always get my clients to practice, right, here's a day where I don't want you to track your nutrition and I just want you to go and eat what you need to eat to fuel yourself, to make you feel good, but also to listen to your body and to have some enjoyment. So that is really, really important to consider. And it's why, like, in their check-in forms, I'm always asking, what have you got coming up next week so that we can discuss it and that they're not avoiding it and we can make sure that there's a bit of a game plan set in place. And not only that, but, you know, I've got an alcohol cheat sheet which provides them with the best guidance on certain drinks and how many calories they're worth. So they're prepared. Preparation is so key. So don't avoid the social occasions, especially around Christmas. Last Christmas was an absolute shit show because of COVID and it just wasn't fair that a lot of us didn't get to, you know, spend time with our loved ones, enjoy time with our families. So please enjoy your social occasions and please appreciate that a few days, right, a few days of just enjoying yourself is worth it for the memories, for the time with your loved ones and that your goal, whatever it is that you're trying to reach, you can still 1000% reach it with good time like it's going to happen a few days off is never ever going to ruin a single thing so that's my kind of two cents on how to approach social occasions and how to be a bit more mindful of them I was asked a few other questions one of the questions was how to shift your focus when it comes to coming out of a fat loss phase and focusing on you know growing muscle And that's kind of covered in the podcast that I recorded with Erin, which is talking about, you know, dealing with weight gain and nailing the improvement season. So I definitely recommend going to listen to that one. But you have to appreciate your new values and your new goals. There are so many incredible things that come with, you know, moving into a new phase. And just as I was saying earlier in this podcast, I'm feeling strong. I'm eating foods that I really love. And yes, like my body's got more body fat on it, right? But does that change Millie as a person? Does that change, you know, what I offer to people? Does that change how much of a good coach I am? How much of a good person I am? How much value I have? No, it doesn't. I'm still the same person. I'm just five kilos heavier, right? It's absolutely essential to fall in love with every single phase of the process of when it comes to changing your body composition. Because if you don't, you will really struggle and you'll always have one foot in the door and one foot out. There's people who are continuously dieting, then kind of like coming out of the diet, then getting nervous and going straight back into a diet. One, that is really detrimental to your health because your body is never getting enough energy to maintain what it actually needs for its bodily function. And also, again, you're impacting your mental health there by not allowing yourself the freedom and enjoyment to have fantastic times with your loved ones and enjoy your social occasions and enjoy food and experiences. So write down what are all the pros of gaining weight and then write down what maybe the cons might be. The cons might be that you might need to get a new pair of jeans because your old ones don't fit you. The cons might be that it takes your eyes a little while to adjust to seeing your body with a little bit more body fat on it. But what is that body fat doing to harm you? What is that body fat doing that's going to disadvantage you? Nothing. Absolutely nothing, right? That body fat is not negative. It's going to actually start to improve your health a bit when it comes to coming out of a fat loss phase. It's going to give you more energy. It's going to give you more warmth in winter. For me, as as a female, obviously, I feel more curvy. I feel more feminine. My boobs have grown. My ass is growing. I'm looking a whole lot more shapely 
and I'm loving it. Like there is nothing that is negative when it comes to this building phase. I'm getting stronger. I'm having loads of fun experiences and eating a whole lot of good food. So please, 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 please just focus on the new wins of what comes with gaining a little bit of weight and realize that body fat is only temporary, right? If it was permanent, maybe you'd be a little bit more worried. But if you've just come out of a cutting phase, you've proven to yourself that you know how to diet. You've proven to yourself that your body can have less body fat and you can be leaner. So what's going to be different this time around? Why do you feel that you're not going to be able to in future, should you want to lean down a little bit, that you're not going to be able to? Because you will. Body fat's temporary. And body fat is not negative either. Body fat is just an essential human organ, right? And we need it for our health. So please just consider your perspective when it comes to what body fat offers you and why you might be seeing it as negative. So I'm going to go in with one more question. And this question is how to start a fitness journey as a busy person, someone who's perhaps working a a crazy corporate job or a student. So when it comes to starting your fitness journey, it's important to appreciate that less is more. Less really is more. Because as I was talking about in my last podcast, consistency is key. And if you are flipping everything where all of a sudden you've not managed anything, now you're slashing your calories, you're trying to get to the gym seven days a week, you're also trying to manage that with all of your responsibilities and your obligations. Oh my God, why are you trying to kill yourself? Like why? (laughs) Why are you trying to do that to yourself? Because it's just going to be so massively overwhelming and it's not going to be worth it. It's just like a fad diet, right? Anyone ever tried those stupid soup diets where you only drink soup every single day? And there's oh my god, there's just so many. There's so many that are so terrible, right? But all of this fad shit is exactly what trying to switch everything immediately is like. That's why I want you to go back and listen to my nailing consistency podcast, which talks about what you can implement when it comes to what your life already looks like, where can you fit a bit more in? How can you fit three training sessions in per week? You know, you've got the weekend, likely less busy. So fit in two training sessions on the weekend. During the week, fit in one training session. Do you need to meal prep? Okay, well, why don't you meal prep twice a week so that you're getting it done and it's not taking over your life? Meal prep on a Sunday, meal prep on a Wednesday. That way you've got your meals ready, you've got everything planned ahead, you've got your training sessions put in and you just need to make sure that you're moving enough throughout the day to try and get your steps in. Go on a half an hour morning walk, 20 minute walk during your lunch break and then maybe a little bit of a longer walk in the evening. You're hitting your steps, you're hitting your training, you're hitting your nutrition and you're focusing on making sure that you're getting in enough sleep in and around that. You will feel like a new human. It's so manageable but the key is to prepare and that's all that I kind of discussed in the Nailing Consistency podcast. But you need to make sure that you're not trying to aim for the stars and act as if, I don't know, you're a pro bodybuilder because they are professionals at what they do. That's what earns them a living, right? They are working or running their businesses through the fact that they are able to bodybuild and you know get to the gym and spend hours in the gym every single day. When you are a person who has normal life responsibilities and you have to make sure that you are, you know, dealing with your non-negotiables, which are your work and also other personal responsibilities, there is a certain amount of time, which is finite, which you can dedicate to 
improving yourself, but it's making sure that you're using that time as efficiently as possible. And you can't do that without being prepared. So I would say if someone was starting off to get into their fitness journey, managing their nutrition first and foremost is going to be something that a lot of people have never done before. And actually it makes the world a difference. Then doing three training sessions, three full body training sessions throughout the week, and just making sure that you're generally being active, that is more than enough for anyone to make a good amount of progress on. So that's most certainly what I would recommend there. But again, you've always got to be forward thinking. So hopefully this podcast has given you guys a little bit of an insight into what I think is important when it comes to both mental and physical health, how to manage your social occasions, how to view your body when it comes to your body composition, regardless of whatever phase you are in. And also that you don't need to, you know, look like you are spending your life dedicated to a health and fitness journey because it doesn't have to be that way. It just has to be part of your life and part of your life that you give attention to because it's only going to feed back into you performing better physically, mentally, being healthier and being happier. So let me know if you guys enjoyed this podcast, a little bit of a Q&A style one. I might do more of these in the future if you did enjoy it. Please make sure that you give it a share on socials and that you leave a review if you have done. And the other thing that I wanted to mention, which is quite exciting, is... I've spoken to many of you in my DMs. A lot of you guys ask me questions all the time on Instagram, which I love. And I find that so many people who listen to this podcast and so many people who DM me have really similar goals, but they also have really, really similar challenges. And so I'm chatting to you guys about how, you know, you can make certain tweaks to improve things. And actually, it would be epic if there was just a community of everyone who was working to improve their mindset and also working to towards their physical goals and towards their body composition related goals or whatever it may be, whether it's fat loss, muscle growth, a happier and healthier lifestyle, all of that good stuff. So what I'm going to do is I have made a mindset and muscle gains with Mills Facebook group. And this is going to be a private group where everyone's going to share their wins. We're going to just celebrate everyone's goals. And I'll be going in there to teach a few things. I'll be doing Instagram lives, no, Facebook lives in the group to just educate you guys, depending on what's cropping up. You know, as we discuss in this podcast, there is people who are conscious of how to deal with social occasions. Well, if that's the case in the group, you've then not only got my input, but you've also got the input of everyone else, my clients. And I just think it's going to be a fantastic way for everyone to make some really solid progress, especially through these dark winter months where like-minded people can support each other. We can network and I'll be happy to provide you guys with a lot of, you know, valuable information such as certain ebooks and guides that I've got coming out um, and you'll get priority access to those too. So I will be sticking the link to that below. So please make sure that you click below that you request access to join. I will accept your application, of course, because the more the merrier. Share it with your friends or anyone who you feel that it would benefit. And I'm excited to see a lot of you in there. So that is everything from me today, guys. So thank you for listening wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Have a lovely rest of your day and I'll catch you in the next one. Much love. Thank you.